Welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk. Sebo in the house. Debo in the house. Debo, what you drinking? So I got this Calabo, right? It's a um, Amherst Brewing Company and Berkshire Brewing Company. It's called the Original Gangsters. It's a sour. It's a sour ale with lactose, tart cherries, and raspberries. Wow. Pretty cool can. It's only 5.5% alcohol, but it's actually really tasty. Little light on the color too, but it's really good. That's that. I don't know. I dig that color. No, and I got this really cool uh, Narragansett glass. That's, I don't know if you can see it really well, but I got. You know, I'm, I'm trying to stock up the cool glasses. Taste of summer. So let's drink some summer beers. There it is. There it is. And I'm drinking New City Brewery Micro Burst Imperial IPA. Okay. Um, Eight point two on the Richter scale. Uh, the color a little different than what I'm used to, but. Uh, this is the first taste, so let's see how it goes. So not not only are you drinking out of a uh, out of like a, a I'm jar, full hipster mason tonight, jar. bro. It's got a it's got a mason jar handle too, huh? Yeah, this says it literally says drinking jar on it. So how color me that. Are you a hundred percent right now. Love hundred percent. All right, let's get into it. JJ Watt, big money. JJ, I said all along he was going to just chase rings. wasn't going to sign for that much. It was going to be a, a one-year short money deal. Yeah, I was wrong about that. Yeah, I was Thirty-one wrong about that. mil. Yeah. Thirty-one mil, twenty-three guaranteed, two years to play with the Cardinals. I mean, are you really chasing rings if you're if you're signing with the Cardinals? That's initially what I thought. Like, I thought you wanted to win. You're looking at Cardinals are maybe the fourth best team in that division with the addition of Stafford to LA and San Francisco possibly getting healthy. I mean, the Cardinals are still a good team. They were good. And then they fell apart after they caught that, um, that um, Hail Mary against the bills. Like they just went completely downhill. I saw one of the funniest memes I've ever seen. And it was, um, it was Hopkins catching a ball that said JJ Watt on it over the bills. It was fantastic. Cause you know, bills were, were you know, were, or in the running, supposedly. Who knows? Um, um, I saw a meme that had the Bills and the Packers in on that, so I don't know why you're keeping the Packers out your mouth. Well, right I didn't now. see that one, so I can't. I can't <laughs> say anything. Um, the other thing I'm say is like 11 and a half mil. I, you know, Packers weren't going to pay that, so I guess they were really never in the running. When I saw the, you know, there was a, a report that it was like 15 to 16 mil. I was like, we're definitely out of. There's no way the Packers are going to spend that. I mean, they're 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 already in trouble trying to figure out what they're going to do with running back. So JJ Watts getting paid. And you know what, who's guard, who, who are they blocking Chandler Jones or JJ Watt? I know JJ Watts older, but he might see a little bit of a comeback. Is it enough to get them over the hump? No, because it's actually the, the offense that needs to figure it out. So good addition for them, but I don't know if that's going to, you know, I don't think that's going to bring him a, a Super Bowl title. No, their defense is going to be good. Mm-hmm. It'll be good, but I don't know that Kyler Murray's there yet. And maybe he takes, a step forward in his third year, kind of like, uh, uh, you know, my main man in, in Buffalo did. Maybe he he does that, but I don't know if, if he does what Josh Allen just did. If he did, then th- they have a legitimate chance of making the Super Bowl. But, like, yeah. I don't see it yet. Um, remains to be seen. I don't know. I, that, it, I don't even know what to say. Like, I just assumed, again, as I said before, I assumed he was going to show up. He was going to go to a Super Bowl contender, be that missing piece, and just ride, the, you know, ride it to, to a Super Bowl victory. This seems like an uphill battle to me. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they have an, uh, he has an easy 
easy path to the Super Bowl. Right. Like this is a team that might not win their division. They might not, go, they might not do much better than 500. Like yep. they could also go 11 and five. Don't get me wrong. But like, this is a team that's going to have to, to fight and claw their, their way to, to, to just a division title. Never mind, you know, winning a Super Bowl. So good on him. I just, I'm surprised by it. It, it, it feels more like a, a money grab than a chasing a ring. Yeah. And I mean, we talked about it at the beginning of last year that, I mean, that, that NFC West is the best division in football. Like it's not even close how good that right. division is. I know, I know, you know, Baltimore, the the North over there in the AFC, that division is good, but it's not what the NFC West. Well, is. let me ask you a question. I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm going to get a little wild here. There's, yeah, there's the, these, these Russell Wilson rumors. Yep. It, and it, it, maybe there's a little bit more traction there. If he's not in that division, maybe, maybe that opens up a little bit more opportunity for the, for the Cardinals. But like, do you see Russell Wilson getting traders? I, I don't know. You, I mean, you get rid of Carroll before you trade Wilson, right? I don't know. I mean, but I, I don't I, know. I mean, seeing what, seeing what, you know, what the, the Lions got for Stafford, I mean, they're going to get a ton if they, if they do this. So yeah. I, if you're, if, if you're any of those teams that is on his list, you're at least asking. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't trade Russell Wilson, but you know, it is what it is. Just like, all right, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about big Ben. Ben Roethlisberger is back in Pittsburgh. Probably one more year. Yes. They didn't really have an option. Like they didn't have, they don't have a guy on the come up free agency. They weren't going to go in terms of like a backup quarterback that they, I'm going to say this one more time for you, for the people in the back. They didn't have anybody on the come up. Their free agency, they they weren't going to go after somebody. Ben was really their only option. He restructures the contract, takes five mil off the the, the salary, pushes some of the, the the cap money down the road. I've said before, I think he's still a pretty good quarterback. I think that he can still lead them to win games. But this is, I mean, I got to assume, unless Pittsburgh has something up their sleeve, years from now that like they're going to go all in this year right like this is your last chance with ben after this you're either going to have to sign somebody for ridiculous money or strike gold in the draft yeah and you know you'd think that you knowing that he's coming to the end of his career they'd start drafting some quarterbacks at least you know green bay at least they they got Boyle, they got um they got uh jordan love Love now Love yeah. and then you know even the <clears throat> Patriots started doing it. They got Garoppolo and and uh, Stidham. You know teams that have quarterbacks that they they start grooming people and you know you kind of yeah. have to do that. And I'm surprised they didn't. Um, well, it, I mean they drafted Rudolph. I mean all jokes aside, they drafted Rudolph in the third round when Ben was out two years ago. Obviously he was the guy that they were hoping would take the reins. Yeah, it didn't really work out. The guy almost died when Miles Garrett tried to kill him. Um, <laughs> but I think the other part of it is like everybody's kind of like, Oh, you know, this is it for Ben. Like, yeah, it's it for Ben. So like, if I'm the, the, the Steelers, I'm going all out. I'm, you know, there's talk. They might not resign Juju. Like I'm resigning every, I'm bringing everybody back. We're trying to win a Super Bowl, but yeah. I don't know if that's what they want to do. You know, I don't know that if that's not really the, the way the Steelers do it. They tend to kind of stay, stay pretty steady throughout the whole thing. Maybe mm-hmm. they've got a plan for quarterback over the next 10 years. Maybe there's somebody in free agency they can grab. I don't know. It's an interesting. It's interesting. It's it's like Green Bay, man. They don't do anything spectacular here. And I mean, Green Bay and last year when they signed two years ago when they signed the Smith brothers was just out of bounds, not expected. And you know now you have now they're not going to do it again. Pittsburgh's the same way. They're they're 
develop your players and, right. and, and try to find that person. But you have to have a quarterback to win in this league. Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. And more from the NFL, the bills this week, as teams often do put forth a, a rule request, a rule suggestion. I don't even know what they do, but it has to be voted on. And their rule was basically that it would expel teams from being able to interview candidates for head coaching jobs until at least the conference championships. I'm, I believe good rule. I, I love it. I mean, I think I said it during the playoffs, like there's no way these coaches, these teams should be filling their, their, their teams, you know, their, their vacancies. It should be like, let these coaches co- finish their, finish their season out. Let them, let them get to the Super Bowl. Let them do the playoffs. Then that way the players aren't thinking like, is this the last time I'm going to have this coach? Maybe mm-hmm. Dabble would have gotten hired. Maybe the enemy would have gotten hired if they had more time to give to their interview. Like, Hey, I have to go give this four hour interview or I have to study for the Chiefs. So um, I also I think, think it one, it, I think it levels the playing field and I think it would keep teams from making bad hires. Cause I think it becomes a rat race yeah. where, all right, we stink this year. We need a new head coach. We get first dibs. Let's interview these guys that are available and we'll see what happens. I mean, I'd even be, I'd even think like they should wait till after the Super Bowl. I, and they, I think the Bills' proposal was to wait till after the, you know, the week in between the Super Bowl okay. and the okay. game. I think they should wait till after the Super you're Bowl. You're right. You're right. Until after the conference title games. Right. You're right. I mean, it makes sense. Just let the season end and then go. It's kind of like free agency, right? You can't pick up any players until the new season starts. I know you can't do that with a coach because you need them to start planning that, but at least you can't wait two more weeks after. The well, NFL. I. I thought I saw something last week that said that of, in the last four years, only two coaches have been hired from winning teams. Hmm. And when you stop and think about it like that, you're like, whoa. And you start to actually think about it and you're like, yeah, that's actually kind of true. Like these, they, they, you hire this hot coordinator, but it's from a team that, you know, it, you know, it's from a team that went five and 11 last year. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think like one of them is, Flores down in Miami and I can't think of the other one, but like, it's crazy in the last four years, the head coaches that have been hired haven't come from winning programs. And then I don't know. I don't know. I think to your point, like if you wait until after the conference settle game or you wait till after the Super Bowl, you have a chance to actually interview a bunch of people and not feel like you're kind of pigeonholed into hiring like a bunch of people who are hot in that moment, because to your point, the enemy dabble, some of these other guys could have got head coaching, you know, again, maybe Josh McDaniels finds another job because he gets three or four interviews instead of the only team that waits around for that last interview. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's, I think it's a good proposal. Go bills. You know, it is what it is. All we do is, is, is win. So this will probably pass um, except for AFC title games, but that's neither oh, here nor there. Or All right. Bowl. Whew. Yikes. All right. On to baseball. Sad news out of Boston, but it was probably coming. JBJ, Jackie Bradley Jr. Last night announced that he signs with the Brewers. Two years, 24 million. Opportunity up uh, after the first year. This brings an end to JBJ's career in Boston, probably. It also brings an end to that championship team in 2017, that outfield of Mookie, of Benatendi, of, of JBJ, which was excuse my language, fucking awesome for so long. Um, It's just kind of sad to all come to an end. Um, And it's all happened pretty quickly. Really just go ahead and rip the bandaid off. Um, Sad to see JBJ go. He was frustrating during the season because he couldn't hit. In the playoffs, he always seemed to kind of show up and hit the ball a little bit. And his defense was always off the chains. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those players. I think someone I saw on Facebook posted, like, 
he was so clutch. And, I, and you know, you obviously watched him more than I did. And they, they must be talking about the playoffs. Cause I remember, you know, he's like a two, what, 250 hitter. But, you yeah. know, he, his, his glove was what, what helped that, um, helped that out, outfield. So, you know, they're going to miss him a little bit. But, they, you know, they got some a couple of young players in the outfield. I think the Red Sox will be just fine. Yeah, and he's the, he he's a guy I always felt like he – his biggest problem wasn't who he was as a ball player. Is it was on either side of him were Mookie Betts, who might be the best player in baseball, and, and Andrew Benintendi, who came up and just was hot fire. fire. And yeah. he was a – he was a, a, a pretty impressive – you know, young guy in AAA, in AA. So there's these big expectations. Obviously, he was great with the glove, but never really materialized consistently to be a hitter. Yeah, in the playoffs, he tended to show up and, and do really well. But it's just one of those, like, really tough things that, like, you look left, you look right, you've got two all-stars, and, like, you're playing really good defense and hitting the ball decently, and people are like, well, why aren't you better? And it's just, right. you know. Yeah, you know, in, I, in, in, I, another, in another outfield, he might be their best player. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, I'll miss seeing their like little antics in the on the outfield. Yes, too, little the, the the fun high fives, belly bumps, all that type of stuff. So you know, that's that's a th- sad thing that we'll miss. No doubt. All right, let's stay in Boston. Celtics back? Kemba back? Are we are are, are we are we back? Are Celtics Celtics good again? What? Because they won three games. I mean, they, they I, beat, no. Well, so they they beat the Pacers. They beat the – oh, my goodness, I had them all down. Yeah. <laughs> they beat they beat the Wizards. Yes. They beat the Pacers and the Clippers. No big deal. No big deal. They beat the Clippers. Yeah, no, and, and you know – the one. And, they, and they're about to beat the Raptors. I'm just going to call it. They're about to beat the Raptors. So we, we talked about it the last couple of weeks, right? So we talked about Kemba's been struggling. But during that three games – Kemba's back. Kemba, I'm calling it. Kemba's back. Kemba's been 21, 25, and 32. Um, he also has a great connection with Daniel Tice right now. And Tice has had like a 20-plus game, a 17-point game, and something like a 12. And he's, you know, that's what we were talking about. We need that stretch for that stretch forward, that stretch center to be able to do yeah. that. You know, I'm a little still worried about the defense. Defense does not look great. Um, they're, it's, it's not a, it's, but the problem is it's not a defensive league. Like I, I, I mean that, it, but they've always been known as one of the better defensive teams um, and their best defender is not playing right now. Fair enough. Um, Time Lord looks ridiculous at times, man. He just does things that I hope if he keeps playing like that, it's going it, to, I think it'll make a difference. Um, it's good to see Teague playing. He's not doing he, a lot with his playing time, but he's 12, 12 points tonight. All right. They got eight guys in double figures right now. I'm staring at these numbers. You got Tristan Thompson, Tatum, Walker, Brown. Tice must have got hurt. Seven minutes, five points, not great. Mm-mm. Pritchard's got 10, 11. Pritchard in the house, respect. <laughs> T's got 12. Robert Williams got 10. Grant Williams got 17. Is Grant Williams back? No. <laughs> Kemba's back, though. Listen, haters. Hey, haters. Hey, you haters out there. Kemba back. Listen, they won three games. That's great. They're back up into fourth. If they win this game, they'll be four in a row. Does that mean they're completely back? No. Would I still like to see some sort of move around the trade deadline? Yes. I know uh, Pistons are getting ready to um, buy out Blake. I'm not I'm not saying that's the move, but these things are going to start happening over the next uh, few weeks. And they need a shooter. They need, they need, they need a shooter. Yes. And, and Abe needs to keep his eye on it and he needs to do something like, 
I think we talked about it. Brad Stevens is good. He's definitely one of the better coaches, but this is, I think I've come to the conclusion that this is probably on Ainge and he hasn't done enough with the draft capital and just making the right moves. You have well, Brown, you have, you have Brown, you have um, Tatum. At least they got Kemba there, which is crazy, right? So, right. so some free agents are going to want to go there. How do you not want to go there with those two? At least right. some 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 veterans that can help. Right. We need our James. Yeah. Collins. No, I'm I'm with you. I, I'm I'm with you there. I, I think I think Langford being injured right now, on some level, put a dent in their plans because I think they always expected him to be a bigger part. But you need somebody to shoot because you're relying on people like Peyton Pritchard, people like Grant Williams, like Semi Ojale to hit threes from the corner and like. Those guys just aren't going to be as consistent as some which, veteran that you know can knock it down. did against that that against the Wizards, man. That do you see the end of that game? Yep. That was such a great ending. Like they trap him in full court press and he fell out of bounds. Like you can't. Like they're going to have to follow him, and then it turns into we get the ball back. It was it was yeah. all you could ask for. That was a great end because I I was sitting in bed watching it on my phone and I'm like this is. They're going to blow this game. They should not have lost this game. <laughs> Beal had like 97 points because he's just yes. a monster right now. Yep. But, you know, Tatum did what he had to do. Kemba did we had to do. Tice was knocking shots down. It was great to see. Yeah. I mean, uh, here's the thing. They're, again, up seven, three minutes to go. Maybe I jinxed them. Maybe I didn't. They're going to win this game. That's four in a row. Again, Kemba's back. Tatum and Brown are playing at a high level. Again, eight guys in double figures is ridiculous. Sem, again, semi only eight minutes. I don't know what the hell's going on with that, but you know what it is, what it is. I think to your point though, Time Lord playing big minutes is a huge thing. When Smart comes back, you push everybody down a rung. You don't have to play. You don't have to rely on Tristan Thompson and Daniel Tice to handle all the heavy lifting if Robert Williams can play. And, and Robert Williams is athletic. Yeah. He can he can get out on the wing. He can defend down low. Like he's a unique guy because he's so athletic and so long. Um, and obviously you can throw the ball to the freaking rafters and he'll, he'll throw it down. So like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm again, Celtics back, Kemba back championship is back on, but they do need a piece. They need something. Kemba's back. Celtics are probably back, but I mean, they're just like we said, they're just getting to the playoffs and they'll be all right. With yeah. I'm with you on that. With I'm with you on that. All right. Let's go to last call presented by Progression Brewery. Debo, what do you got? So the UMass men's basketball team threw up 100 points today against St. Yo, Louis. they were hot. Yeah, they had 15 threes. And that was crazy. They, it was the biggest. Did they have like 70 at halftime? Yes. They had um, – They. Yeah, it was crazy. So they um, – it was the biggest, most lopsided win in a A-10 championship tournament game. 34 points. St. Joe's is not good. Let's, let's. Right. Not, right. Um, right. Right. Let, I mean, they won like two games all season. Um, but you know, they, you know, UMass blew their chance to get the double by. They lost yeah. both their games after coming back from COVID, which isn't really surprising because you've had two weeks off. They couldn't practice. They were just like COVID's over. Let's go play a game. Right. So they lost. They got St. Louis tomorrow, Friday, at one o'clock, ESPN Plus. I'll have that on my phone while working, finishing the day out. So, you know, you never know what could happen. At large bid, not at large bid. Um, automatic bid coming up. Could happen. Could happen. All right, I want to. I, I want to talk a little bit about the obnoxiousness that is happening in our world right now, around fucking Dr. Seuss. 
Like I can't, I can't handle it. I know I'm going outside of sports, but no, this is cool. if I, if I have to watch any more people complain that a couple of publishers decided they don't want to put out four of Dr. Seuss's books because they have some things in there that are a little bit too raunchy, a little bit too racist. I need people to just stop. Nobody's canceling Dr. Seuss. Nobody's shutting him down for the rest of his life. Dr. Seuss himself has admitted that some of yes. the things that he did in these books, the yes. things that they're talking about in the books that they're not going to publish were not okay. Dr. Seuss did some pretty racist things in the videos and the movies that he did back in the day. So please folks, please folks get off your high horse. Stop being so white. Cause it's all these white people complaining about how we can't cancel Dr. Seuss. Y'all are the lamest people I know. Go somewhere, sit down. This literally has no impact on your life. You probably don't even have kids. You probably don't even remember reading these books. Please get out of my face. Dr. Seuss's books, Green Eggs and Ham, Cat in a Hat, all still there, all still readable. Oh, the places you go, still readable. But a couple of books, Mulberry Street, some other shit, got a white guy whipping a, a black guy, got white guys holding guns over black guys' heads. Maybe we don't need those books in circulation. And, and Doesn't seem like a big black, deal to me. And the way the black guys are drawn, it's just, it's it's absolutely atrocious. And I agree with, I like, like Fox News, because, you know, I don't I don't watch it. I, fo I follow a guy on Twitter who is just a, um, you know, he, he reports on the news and whatever. And he's just like, is this, are they really doing another special on Dr. Seuss? And, you know, we're not going to get into it, but the whole, you know, potato head thing is also another one that we should, like they're still calling them Mr. Potato Head, Miss Potato Head, but it's now just Potato Head brand. Potato Head, bruh, bruh. There's Potato Head. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? If you're a grown person and this makes you angry, you gotta find something better to do with your life. All the time, people call uh, liberal snowflakes. This is the most snowflake thing ever. If you're this mad about a couple of Dr. Seuss books getting canceled and the, the Hasbro toy company deciding to take the Mr. and Mrs. off of their name, then you need to find something better to do with your life. You are literally the snowflakes falling from the, from the sky. I can't handle you. If you want to get mad about something, get mad about the fact that every fucking Republican just voted against a $1.9 trillion relief yep. bill that 70% of Americans approve of. 70% of them approve. They want the support. They want the help. You want to get mad about something? Get mad at the fact that these, these same folks don't want to support a $15 minimum wage, which would get people out of debt, which would get more money into the economy, and would get people out of this COVID disaster we're in. Stop getting mad about goddamn Dr. Seuss books. You guys are lame as shit, and I can't even handle it. I'm sitting back. You preach it, brother. I'm done. We're out of here. Listen, we'll see y'all next time. Beers of Sports Talk. We're out, man. Peace.